0: Welcome to the Amplify to 7 Figures podcast, where we look inside the mind of 7 Figure Entrepreneurs to see how they amplify their business and amplify their life. Let's welcome today's guest. Today's guest has been an industry teacher and wisdom leader of Ayurveda, establishing YogaHealer.com in 2001, and Yoga Health Coaching in 2012 for wellness professionals. Her books include Body Thrive and Master Review, and she is a leader and author in the field of Ayurveda, Peak Performance, Habit, Evolution... And Dharma. She is a global online community leader at Yoga Healer with her podcast, The Yoga Healer Show, and has over 3 million plus downloads and a newsletter that reaches 40,000 people. She leads a Yoga Healer with her remote team and is an avid recreational athlete with skiing, mountain biking, whitewater paddleboarding, and surfing with her family in the mountains of Wyoming, USA, and Puente Meta. In Mexico, please give a very warm welcome to today's guest, Kate Stillman. Super excited to dive in today. And and just when we were speaking just before we uh, started on air, one thing that you mentioned is wanted to dive into something called body wisdom and and investing in body wisdom. So, can, for someone who's a CEO or like r- running a business that's growing fast now, what what is body wisdom investment?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a phenomenon that I wouldn't even I, I don't think have known about had I stayed on a conventional path, which I was raised in a conventional path of, you know, be a good student, get a job. I, la- I didn't last long like many entrepreneurs I lasted. I think I've had a job for a year, uh, you know, and then I've had a company for since then. And, but the, but when I was in training to have a job at some point I was like conventional is I'm not interested there's something else going on here, and that was enlightenment, essentially, so I started chasing that and body is a is a gateway in which is why most enlightenment practices uh, really start at the level of the physical because if your physical body isn't in alignment. Stuff doesn't happen. <laughs> yes. So the subtle technology of enlightenment relies on the physical technology, of the physiology of the human body. So you have to be very organized in order to have certain types of experiences and in sort of to stabilize at higher orders of of the physiological experience. Uh, and that's really the backbone is the physiological. <laughs> so, you know, I started investing in that, meaning paying for education and showing up at showing up in certification trainings. And and the thing is, is most healers don't stop that behavior. So by the time, say you start that at, say you start late, say you start at 25 and then you're 50, you've invested 25 years, year over year ROI, and you get to live it every day. But what happens in the traditional or conventional is really what I call it, path is like a lot of that investment never happens. And so then you have- the opposite you know you basically have like the inflation of inflammation
0: and then and then over time that that gets worse it's it's kind of in a compounding way, kind of like
1: deficit like just think of it yeah. like that it, you're just compounding then either way up or down
0: and, and i suppose it's kind of like riding a bike right so one, one, once you learn how to ride that bike you've always got that skill um and then and then you can use it and grow on it and grow on it and grow on it
1: Exactly, and so when it gets rusty, because like a bike will get rusty, like you know it, but you also know how to get out the grease.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really uh, really nice nice way of looking at that. And y- you mentioned before, like about the the uh, the, bo- the body and the mind. Now, what I was I was uh, reading, uh, I think it was Joe Dispenza's book, and it said, you know, the the body dictates the mind, and also the mind dictates dictates the body. Like how, how do those two link up together?
1: Yeah, I mean in the in the Vedic system, which is my formal training, I, con- you know, post conventional. <laughs> the uh, explanation is that there's five bodies, and they're all they're. I mean, it's it's an organization, from subtle to growth. So if you know anyone here is leading an organization, like no one here is doing it alone. I wouldn't imagine. Uh, even if you're doing it with contractors, like that's, you have, uh, a value that you're providing as a service or a product, uh, and in order to provide that you need to organize energy. And usually that involves you know, people and systems and processes, actions into results. And in the same way, it's how our physiology works. It's, it's an organism, it's an organ, it's an organization. And so it needs to be organized. And if and the problem right now is that conventional habits lead to chronic inflammation, statistically speaking. So three out of five people right now die of chronic inflammation worldwide. That number is increasing. But to me, it's like, it doesn't really, the number doesn't really capture the suffering before death, right, like the day to day in and out. So the five bodies from subtle to gross, you have what's called the bliss body. And this is the hardest to access if there's inflammation, if there's junk in the system, and you can just think of it as bad code. Right. So there's this junk in the system. It just needs to get cleaned up. If there's junk in the system, you don't get access to bliss. Like that body is just not available. It's like an elevator that just is broken. Can't get to the higher floors. There's just, it just needs to be unblocked right below. The bliss body is the intuitive body or the intuitive mind. The intuitive mind relies on reflection. Mm-hmm. So the word itself is structured. Vijnana, vijnanamaya maya kosha. So kosha is sheath. Maya is the illusion that you're not that, and then the vignya, is vigna is is wisdom, and the v the vignya, that v part that's to reflect on your wisdom. So right now people are too busy to do that, so they're not incorporating like what did I learn today that I sh- so I don't do the same goddamn thing tomorrow, and stick you know shoot myself in the foot or stick my foot in my mouth or like whatever your version of like, you know, better, but you haven't integrated that into your organism. It's so that gets cut off. Yeah. Kick yourself <laughs> in the head. So that body gets kicked off. So now no bliss body now, no intuitive body. Cause we're just not taking time to, to reflect and integrate, reorganize up level. So then you've got mind that's third step in mono is the word mono. fourth four step in is prana. that's the energy body. And then fifth step in or fifth sheath that's the physical body so that's the grossest it's the you know you stop eating it loses weight
0: mm.
1: kind of thing your intuition does that shrink or grow subtly <laughs> like your physical body is going to take a hit if you stop eating so it's literally called your food body so then if you get that oh between the mind and the food body the meat body it's sometimes called in uh, modern oh peak performance parlance mm-hmm right? Like your meat body and your mind are separated by your energy body and energy. I, I love li- listening to a lot of like the crypto crypto philosophy. It really resonates with me energetically because it understands that it, how to organize an organization around a currency, around, around energy as money and the body's organized the same way. So the energy body, the pranic body is going to determine how your mind and body are coordinated. So like if you have healthy cravings, if you're like, I cannot wait to get up and exercise and move and work hard and explore deeper alignment to release more energy, what happens when you are able to do that as any yogi can, you're able to blast through from the physical body, the meat body, all the way through to the bliss body. So then when you're exercising, you're experiencing levels of, I mean, it is orgasmic, I think is the easiest way to describe it, but it's not with another it's really just with the organization of how intelligence, how intelligent life is.
0: Is it linear? Does it does it have to be to get in order? So you mentioned no, 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 no. It's no.
1: quantum. It's absolutely okay. quantum.
0: So uh, how 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 does that so in a, in a quant so you can almost bypass the physical in terms of like so maybe. Maybe you don't exercise, or maybe you don't eat well or, or things like that, but then you can still get to potentially to this bliss phase where I- right?
1: Peak experience.
0: Peak experience.
1: Yeah, so everyone's had one, right? Everyone's had a peak experience where like, oh my gosh, unity consciousness, or oh my gosh, like I am so at home in myself, or I am energy in motion, or I am evolution in motion. <laughs> like everyone's had a peak experience. Sometimes it's been with another person. Sometimes it's been with, I mean, most CEOs, have had this with their own creativity
0: mm.
1: uh, and sometimes they've had it with their own team building where they've experienced it as a group where the organization is so organized that it's like this is so good i'm is so that, is that kind of like
0: flow state then
1: yeah this is a yeah but what happens is it's a peak if you haven't stabilized at higher levels of consciousness then it's a peak experience so you don't know how to necessarily get it back And it's not something you can rely on. Whereas with body wisdom investment, so most yogis, what they've done is they just like basically invest. I mean, in my community, it's not unusual for people to invest 10K a year in body wisdom. So like, that's, you know, for a lot of people, that's not, it's just not in their budget. Like they haven't taken the time to actually figure it out that you are your organization. If you're CEO, you need to value yourself, which means you actually have to put a monetary value on how you take care of, of your best asset. If you are your best asset, like if you crash, if the, if the organization dies when you crash, then that means you're your own best asset. It means it all depends on ultimately you in all five of those layers, like being at a, at a peak performance level. So if you get that you have a body and a mind and you have a soul with a purpose, that, that actually needs evaluation as an investment in order to generate return on investment for the organization.
0: You just blow my mind a little bit. So <laughs> just I'm just processing processing uh some of those things together. Okay. So like when when we talk about that peak performance state, when I was doing my research on you, one of the one of the things that I, I saw is you talk about environment and that and that change of environment from your current self to your future self is that change of environment as you grow and develop into the peak performance state. Um and like some people listen to this and it's gonna go kind of like I don't know where this is going, and then other people will listen to it and go, "Oh my god, I, I get that right." So when you're going from that yeah. current reality to the future reality, and you are um, looking to keep that peak performance state in there, is it by changing your environment you can actually encourage that peak performance state to come up over and over and over again?
1: Yeah, it's. I would say it's. It. I would say it is the best habit trigger. And there's an, there's like there's sort of infinite habit triggers., uh, but categorically, there's not infinite habit triggers. Uh, there's, you know, there's like the really good ones. Uh, and and so this is a really good one. Like you're triggering habits into your environment. It's called architecting your environment. So when you realize that, just like, I mean, okay, so I just texted my salesperson, and I was like, because we're meeting today, and I was like, oh, add to the agenda these courses, like we're upgrading our major courses, but we also might be adding brands to that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of work in that whole thing, right? The thing has evolved. So there was one point YHC yoga health coaching where we, it's a career path that we coach wellness pros from allopathic to completely holistic to like way out there. Like we run the whole spectrum because, you know, basically we, we coach people through a coaching model and a business model including a marketing model, it's like just soup to nuts. Like this is how to lead a transformational journey, doing it your way, but make sure you get these core things in because you'll get better effects faster. It's in its 3.0, which means I better be in my 3.0, right? To do it. So we're naturally doing it with our products and services. Those of us who have been in years for a long enough time to realize that products and services need upgrades periodically. So the same thing's true with the self. So say you're like, I want to, I want to up my game. I got to up my habit game. Like I got to up, upgrade my body habits. Maybe I ha- haven't gone on the intermittent fasting bandwagon yet. All right. So maybe I haven't automated that as a habit. Maybe I haven't automated better sleeping habits. Maybe I haven't automated better feasting habits when it's time to take in nutrition and, and really nourish, <laughs> replenish the food body. Right so say we need an upgrade it's the same thing as a product upgrade right so you schedule it you literally like this is what we this is what we do with our people <laughs> like we schedule that so that we can, we can assess the project assess where we're starting what the goal is just like anyone would do with their quarterly you know their quarterly smart goals or however they're managing their company like what's their AOP what's their quarterly like it's the same thing like you got to set milestones and you got to set benchmarks and you got to have a timeline and you got to have KPIs or it's not going to.
0: What you imagine it, gets managed.
1: Yeah. So then it's like, now you have an, you, now you have like some sense of an idea of like, this is what this thing is. Okay, great. Now imagine you're on the other side of that. It's the end of quarter one and you hit the goals. Now that self, I call that the future self. That future self architects the environment as they would need to in order to hit that result. So for example, if you're not in an intermittent fasting, rhythm, we have an intermittent fasting course because it was like 2017 is driving me absolutely nuts how much people just didn't understand the, the most basic thing that like, basically if you start fasting, your body will start healing itself. And I was missing that in our curriculum. Like I was, I was, I don't know, kind of pretending like people could do that kind of easily, even though it wasn't that easy for me and my family. But, you know, so I was like, let's break this into let's break this into pieces. So say you you decide like, yeah, okay, I'm going to get on the intermittent fasting bandwagon. Like I'm going to, I'm going to invest in this. I'm going to get some guidance. I'm going to get some help. Now I know what my future self wants. The future self maybe wants to lose the chronic inflammation that's causing, I mean, chronic inflammation causes all the autoimmune diseases, cancer, lung disease, heart disease, arthritis, Alzheimer's, it's like all the major disease categories are now under that, right? It's like, okay, we know that that's present when those things happen. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, I'm going to get on it. I'm going to start doing 16.8s and 18.6s and 24s and OMADs and FMDs. Like, I'm all in. And some people are like, what the hell is she talking about? And other people are like, oh, yeah, she's speaking my language. Like, I'm up in my game. So then the future self is like, how do I need to architect the environment to default to those habits? And then you might be thinking like, how might you do that with fasting? Well, I mean, a very simple way is just to put a kitchen closed (laughs) sign and make your eating calendar and like post it publicly. These are all proven methods with behavior change.
0: Because then you're creating that accountability network uh, uh, around- Creating the
1: accountability network visually where everyone is tracking your progress. So you're using the environment, meaning you're putting the, like we have a big, my husband's a glazier and so we have glass we've tons of glass in our house. We live in a glass house. So we have glass on the walls that we can write on the glass so we can track any habit. Right? So if you're like, okay, this is the intermittent fasting rhythm this week. And then we can just have a checkbox. I mean, you know how it is with KPIs and companies. It's like the more complicated you make it, the you can't, it doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, and, and, and like to bring it back to the KPIs, like those key performance indicators, is it's like lead and lag like indicators as well. So it's like the lead indicator is intermittent fasting, and then the lag indicator of that is actually how you're feeling your body. Is that is that about right?
1: Yes. Yeah, it is. It's like it is, but I'm like it gets complicated then because then the, the really the lead indicators are did you do that schedule? Yeah. So if you did the 11, say your say your feeding rhythm was 11 a.m. till. So you're doing like a 16 eight for three days a week. So it's like 11 and then you just add eight to 11, you get 7 p.m. So that's your feeding window. And then so you do three of those and then the other four days, like one day you do 14 10, it's whatever you're drinking on the weekend. And then a couple of the days you do like an 18, six and a uh, 24, right? So you just have a four hour waiting. So you start to feel the fasting. That's actually going to be the indicator of whether or not you're going to feel good. So breaking it down into those parts, instead of it just being like intermittent fasting, like actually having a schedule where you can check the box. Did I do this box this day? So that I actually learn the methodology. And so I can, And at some point, Paul, it's like anything, it just falls away. You don't need to track anymore. Cause you're like, like today I'm at 24. Like I have been goofing off. I'm in Mexico at my home down here. So I'm like, I get a four hour waiting, you know, or it might be an OMAD day. It might be like a one meal a day today yeah. i haven't quite decided but you know that's happens when you get good at it you don't need to it's still not a bad idea to track but you know eventually people get to the point where there's no tracking
0: yeah and yeah it's the same thing with uh, time and, and sleep as well I, I mean how how important is like having a circadian rhythm when it when it comes to sleep i mean i'll be honest my my
1: first book body thrive is a circadian rhythm book i published it in 2015 And then it got picked up by Sounds True and and re released in 2020. And it's a circadian rhythm book. Like, that's all it is. It's like the yogis hack circadian rhythm because if you were, if you're going to access reflective wisdom and bliss and then go beyond that. So, those are the five layers. And then what's beyond that is just you're just awake and you just have access to the whole thing. Like, you're less lodged in any of them. So, you're shot through with beingness, right? So, the yogis were all in for like the whole shebang, right? Mm. So if you're gonna access that, you absolutely have to be on circadian rhythm. So that was their initiation. Like all, like before, like back in the day, before you were taught yoga, you were just, you were just initiated, right? Into the practices to prove that you could handle the energies. Now what's so funny is like, we learn, you can learn advanced practices on YouTube, mm. but you don't I have the saying, rhythm.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, but you don't know. Um, there was a uh, there was a com- comedy sketch years ago uh, from Morecambe and Wise, which are like two old-fashioned comedians in the UK. And he was like, I thought you were going to play that tune on the piano. And he was like, I am playing the right tune. I'm just playing the right notes just in the wrong order. And I think that's, that's, that's the whole uh, thing around YouTube, right? It's like, hey, all the notes are there, but you're just playing them in the wrong order. So you actually, you think this is where I need to focus, but it's having that structure of, hey, step one, do this. Step two, do this.
1: Exactly, and then what happens is the rhythm, which is nature in action, which is who we actually are. Like then we enter the the flow, and then you actually get carried. You get carried by the energy, right? So then it's. I mean, it's in many ways it becomes a store of energy. Just like if you look like, at the functions of money and money and energy is essentially similar or the same. It becomes a store. So in our Ayurvedic terminology, Ayurveda is the healing science behind yoga. Uh, And it's what my formal training's in. it's, It's called OGIS. And OGIS is like this, it's your reservoir of refined, available energy, which also translates to immunity. So if every cell of your body has a storehouse of like, I am, I really know how this whole organization works. If I need to adapt and become something else within the organization, I can easily do that, efficiently do that. I can officially recycle and upcycle myself. If every cell's is, and that to do that, you need intermittent fasting because that's apoptosis and autophagy. And it's done by the lysosomal effort in the cell. So it's like these little enzymes break down stuff and then they upcycle the parts. It's like Lego sets. So is right? that
0: because you've got a store of energy for for longer to be able to break break down those particles quicker when it actually comes to it? So it's kind of, kind of like if you were a 100-meter sprint runner, like if you were Usain Bolt and you decided, hey, I'm going to go and run 10- hundred meter races in a day you're like you're just going to burn out so it's like instead going hey i'm going to do the intermittent fasting and i'm going to use those energy stores but i'm going to use all of that in a very short space of time so it actually gets maximum impact is or i'm a way off
1: no you're not way off you're not way off and it's there's layers and levels to that okay there's layers and levels to the to the efficiency and organization of the body so the what i've experienced so first I, I I was teaching body thrive for, I was teaching these habits. I have was been sur- teaching circadian rhythms since about 2000. When I started YogaHealer.com in San Francisco, I was teaching these workshops that are called daily routines of a yogi. So it's like year 2000, San Francisco, I'm cool like that. And I'm going to these in, in like cool people were not doing yoga in 2000. Like it was like, they had like dorky men's diaper type attire. It was like, so the clothing industry had not caught up to the yoga classroom. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> You know, and I'm like running around town, teaching daily routines of a yogi and I'm packing what we now teach in one year. It takes one year for us to help someone fully automate circadian rhythm. Mm. I the average, you know, intelligent, educated person that comes into our programs, it takes us a year. I was teaching a two hour workshop, Paul. <laughs> I'm like, that's all they need. They just need to know. And meanwhile, like I'm not doing half the stuff because I live in a culture that's totally pathological has these conventional habits that are just killing people. Just dumb, totally gunking up the whole system.
0: And that goes back to your environment as well, right? Because...
1: And that goes back to your environment as well. Yeah, I mean, open your refrigerator, like open your calendar, like see what's going on. You can see what your environment is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the levels and the layers as you're fasting longer, first of all, your body has an opportunity for, that, for the lysosomes, which are going to break down food. If there's food in the system, they have to. Like they're just, your body's just trying to keep up for someone that's not in a fasting rhythm, even if you're skinny. Because a lot of people are like, well, I'm skinny. I don't need to do a fasting rhythm. And it's like, no, this is for humans. When I was interviewing <laughs> Mark Mattson, who has done the most, he ran a department of the NIH and he uh, and he's done the best intermittent fasting studies through the NIH. So that's the United States organization for uh, National Institute of Health. It's where all the money goes from the pharmaceutical companies through the government into the researchers, mm. right? And he's like trying to do intermittent fasting research and there's like no good drugs with intermittent. I mean, there will be, in the, I, so they're trying to make stuff, but like, you know, essentially you just have to, it's something you stop doing, not something you take. Yeah. Right, and he's like 10,000 years ago, human brains were 10% larger and pregnant women were fasting. Tribes were fasting, it was naturally incurred. So our brains developed for us looking for looking for food and thinking while we're looking. So we're meant to move and think, move and think and fast, and everyone can do it. And when we don't do it, we don't get to higher level thought. And so that's where, like the parts that need to, the lysosomes need to break down the extra food that's in the system. Well, if it, if there's enough extra food in the system, those food particles become what is not self nor um, nor waste. They become non-self. So like an autoimmune disease is where the immune system is saying, this isn't self. I don't know what this stuff is. And so they tag it. Is it like, they tag it for removal, but that tagging is inflammatory. So you get enough repetitive tag, you get inflammation, 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 which means that the body can not distinguish self from non-self without creating a side effect that will develop into a disease and there's many you know all those ones we listed it can go any which way depending on any number of factors but it also means that if there's a virus like the body's busy it's got a, it's already got a full workload it's like when the ceo goes away and is like gets a training and comes back and the team's already at full workload right and the ceo comes back and like we're going to do this new thing and the team's like i we yeah, we're busy we're on the whirlwind yeah. we're not organized to take on more Right? we haven't organized it and that's gonna be a higher order operating system. So then the CEO has to reorganize the, architect the environment of the company for the people to grow more, right? Same thing in the body. So if, if we're eating too frequently, what happens is there's gunk in the system, that's inflammation, the gunk attracts inflammation, and then the body's busy doing other things. Now the opposite's also true. So if you allow for fasting, the body gets insanely resourceful and it creates more interconnectivity. And that's called the connectome which is like the brain and the nervous system and how on a subtle level that the jnana maya kosha mono maya kosha like the subtle technology of that awakens and now we have better words in western science for that it took a while but now we have them and words like connectome are like really good so we know that the more parts of your brain that are communicating the more integrated you are as a human being the healthier you are so that's a key indicator of well-being is how interconnected your brain is that's reliant on the fasting so the body's got to get resourceful to increase communication. The more junk in the system, the more it's just like, you know, I mean, clogs in the sewage line or, you know, breakdowns on highways.
0: And then you can't, and then, yeah, you, you just stuck where you are. I mean, one of the things that, um, and I'm also conscious of our, our, our time, as I said, I don't wanna to go too deep on, on this part, but one of the things that I got rid of probably about three, four years ago now is caffeine. And I, I took took that out like and it. When you talk about environment and things like that as well, it's also the language patterns you use. So I didn't say I'm cutting down on caffeine. Everyone who said, "Hold, oh, do you want you know do you want a cup of tea? Do you do you want a coke?" I was like, "I don't do caffeine." And yeah. it took like three or four weeks where I was literally I had the shakes and the jitters. I mean, yeah. at one point I was drinking like three or four Lucasades a day and Pro Plus and like like essentially yeah. caffeine tablets. So. Is that also something in terms of the well-being of the body weight? It's just like you're putting the body in overdrive and putting this pressure under it where having caffeine is just like not helping.
1: Well, what it comes up down to uh, in many ways is like, what are if if we again go to like, it's Q1 and where you want to be by the end of Q1 or whether it's Q, whatever you're measuring, you to the next goalpost. And that future self has habits Mm. that have enabled outcomes no, that's, that's, that's a moving target every quarter. Some of those will need to be the same. Some of those KPIs will need to be different. So your KPI right now is like zero caffeine. So the beauty of that is you created a rule and constraint, as Lex Friedman would say, like you're creating a rule and constraint, as the yogis would say, like you're creating a container for that evolution to happen. And so you're just saying, and I get that decision fatigue is a real thing. If I'm offered tea 10 times a day, I'm making that decision 10 times a day. That means that's, Ten decisions that I'm not making for something that's more important than whether or not I'm drinking tea today. Hmm. So you're just saying for the next quarter I'm not drinking tea, then you're cutting down decision fatigue, which means that you're going to actually simply have more energy in the system, more energy available for higher focus.
0: That's it. now I want to want to turn the uh, turn the angles a little bit on this on this next question as well, and this is something that we ask everyone who comes on the show. Um, and I'm very fascinated from from your responses so far. So, uh, what do you want to be remembered for when you die?
1: I believe it's what I'm writing in my books. Like this next book, Wild Habits. This is my this is my um, third real book. I also have some other books that I'm like they they are also real books, but they're not um, this sort of core content. So, Body Thrive, Master of You, and now Wild Habits, and and that's it. I mean. I'm writing down what I want to remember. And, and what I want to be remembered for is uh, that, that the stuff matters. Like this is the easiest stuff is all more or less free. Like people pay us to join our courses so that they have habits for free for the rest of their lives that are integrated and automated. Right. That's kind of the great joke. I used to sell product and I was like, I cannot do this. It was great. It was all like handmade, beautiful herbal supplements. And I'm like, I can't do this because we're so we all have it totally within us. And it's all the habits are free. I mean, it's just it's so profound. And I wanted to touch back on that because you're when the when we actually are in a fasting rhythm and some of the other wild habits that are absolutely outrageous, like urine therapy, uh, which is actually like a hydration of a food and a, and a perfect medicine. It's like at certain levels, the body becomes, uh, basically self-regulate, like pretty close to self-regulating without really needing much support. There's a word for it in Sanskrit, this, uh, near Alambaya without support that you actually exist. Like you don't like the thinking that you need support from your outside environment is fiction.
0: It's it's almost giving. um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a geek anyway, when it comes to tech. So it, it's kind of like co- coding up the body and just going here, here's all the rules of the body and, yeah. and by by the way when this thing happens then do this it's like a it's almost like a Zapier, just going into going into there and going if this then that and then and then it goes okay great i can automate that now
1: is yeah. that all right it's like that and it's like first principles like what are the first principles like what are the first level principles and then how do i act as if that's true mm. right in words that are similar to jordan peterson's words and or, around what carl jung said is like a belief is to act it out Yes. right i believe is to act it out so if it's like if that's the first principle if i haven't experienced that yet because i've got junk in the trunk like let me see if it's true let me t- run all of the tests on myself and you have to be in a community to do that to do it on your own like everyone that comes to us with an autoimmune disease we have a course for that it's called the living or your veda course because we know that if you're living if you're living the habits uh then people around you will adopt those habits but right now, if you don't have those habits, that means the people around you don't have those habits. So you got to hang out with people that do. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> right? Yeah. You,
0: g- you become the one you to, to with the most.
1: Yeah, and you have to invest in that because those people won't pay, like they need to be paid to teach you, to like bring you along. It's just way faster.
0: Yeah, De- definitely. Now, um, we've got a short amount of time left together. So I certainly want to ask this question is we we spoke about a lot of things and we've gone really deep into such a short space of time, which is is fantastic. Uh, What is one quick win that people can use to amplify the business or amplify their life today? What would be the best starting point?
1: Well, I think just what we talked about. I'll just go back to um, intermittent fasting, write out your fasting rhythm for the week, decide when kitchen's closed each day and then put a kitchen close sign with your schedule somewhere in your kitchen so that you could you're tempted to to actually keep to that motivation
0: i i love that i and what person who would you nominate then to be on the show next
1: i think more body wisdom people might be great maybe like uh, a rich role a rich role type someone really like into understanding that peak performance business ownership yeah
0: fun fantastic Kate, you, you were actually blowing my mind today and I'm sure people listening, uh, you have, uh, blown their mind as well. I'm certainly going to be diving into more of the stuff that you've got going on now. Where can people find out more about you and what you do?
1: Yeah. I mean, the best thing for people to do to like get a jumpstart on their own, on their own body goals. Cause a lot of people don't know, like, what are the goals of my, my body, my mind, my spirit, my energy, but like all these parts of myself, I'm complicated, uh, it's just to go to yogahealer.com forward slash body dash goals and fill out a body goals form. And then we'll help guide you through that for free. And it's so helpful to have someone that can see your potential and listen and be able to identify actually where you are at. It's a diagnostic tool. And then explain that to you. So you know how to invest next.
0: I love that. I love that. So we'll, we'll put that link in the uh, show notes. And uh, we'll also you read see that on uh, amplify to seven figures.com. Uh, you'll see Kate's episode on there um, uh, as you're listening to this. So, Kate, uh, really appreciate you being on the show today. You have been an absolute star.
1: Thanks, Paul. I'm really happy to get to know you a little bit.
0: And, and you. You have been listening to the Amplify to Seven Figures podcast with me, Paul Ace, and my amazing guest, Kate Stillman. Remember, amplify your business and amplify your life bye for now thanks for listening to the amplify to seven figures podcast to access the show notes episodes and this month's giveaway head over to
1: figures.com. remember amplify your business amplify, amplify your, your life, life.